everybody, and welcome to Raised on the Diz. I'm your host, Nick. And this is Olianne. Hi, everyone. Right off the bat, we have to apologize for being away for a while. Of course, we have three kids, and they're all in school, and you have different things going on. And uh, the holidays are really busy. So I know we haven't recorded since November. We promise that we won't fall into that trap again. (laughs) But, uh, you know, major, major apologies for that. Um, Although, you know, we did use the month to do a lot of Disney-centric things. We are planning for a big trip at the end of January, and we have some things to talk about. Right. Yeah. Our our January trip is coming up here in, in about a month. And uh, yeah, I can't believe that we are now, we're actually recording this on New Year's Eve, but we are pretty much through the holidays. So that's what we'll be focusing on <laughs> for like the next three, three to four weeks uh, until we have a chance to get down there. And we've been following the chatter on our Facebook page and people have been wondering when we were coming back and we didn't plan to step away permanently or anything like that. Like I said, we just kind of got busy. And this uh, episode is kind of, you know, spare of the moment um, and really kind of practical. Just looking to get on here and pass along some some really practical tips about booking ADRs, which are advanced dining reservations, when you have a large party. Now, our last episode was how to book uh, ADRs, you know, some tips on how to do that. Well, now we've actually done it Mm -hmm. and a really great educational experience. Right. Yeah. And we actually followed the advice that we had talked about in our last podcast about overbooking, which remember I had commented that like, "Eh, I don't know if I would want to do that. We actually kind of followed that advice. So we know kind of going in, you know, like one month out from our trip, we know that there are going to be some of the dining reservations that we made that, you know, we're going to end up canceling. But I actually, you know, in practice, I actually really like that tip because I feel like our bases are kind of covered and now we can kind of take a second look and really take our time to figure out, you know, which reservations we we really do want. Yeah, a lot of the things that we were talking about in that episode, basically, you don't want to have three sit down dinners in a day. Overbooking was one of them. There were some tips in there about booking with a large party. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, we can we can just pass along, you know, what we ended up doing. And I think probably the first thing that we should do, Zolian, is just hop on the My Disney Experience app and talk to the folks about what we were able to get. Right. So uh, on our first day, January 29th, we have a dinner booked at Diamond Horseshoe. I want to pass along a a really good tip on that. So if you have a large dining reservation, you won't see Liberty Tree Tavern pop up whenever you go to reserve a time. Now, I don't know exactly why that is, but I can make a pretty good educated guess as to why that is. And I think it's because there are not large areas inside Mm -hmm. Liberty Tree Tavern for large groups to be seated. Um, But here is the very important consolation prize. Diamond Horseshoe offers the same dinner and lunch as Mm -hmm. Liberty Tree Tavern right now. So it's going to be the Founder's Feast that you are served at Liberty Tree that has the pork roast. It has turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes. It also has uh, the pot roast, which is really good. And then finishing off with that toffee dessert Mm -hmm. as well. So it's the exact same thing, the exact same prices. But if you have a larger party, 
I would really just kind of recommend not even trying for Liberty Tree Tavern because I have been trying for the past 30 days since our reservations were available and have not seen a single open reservation for Liberty Tree Tavern. Yeah. And I know that, you know, even on like our Facebook page and and things like that, we've been kind of following comments. And there were some people that were saying that they too traveled with larger parties in the past and they had a hard time getting reservations, um, you know, for over you know 10 or over. Um, And just know that it is possible. I mean, because we, you know, we did it. But that's the caveat is that there are some restaurants and I do. I think it's just like, you know, it's like you were saying how how, kind of how the restaurant is structured, how it's laid out um, that, you know, for some of these places, it's just not possible to have a big party. Um, If you've ever been in Liberty Tree, it's a really cool place. But, you know, the tables, they're kind of like these little sort of nooks and crannies where the tables are kind of fit. It's not like a wide open room like Diamond Horseshoe is. Um, so it makes sense that that would be kind of where people would be pushed um, for, you know, reserving those larger parties. Yeah, it's a big open area. So mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense. Um, we will follow up and get an answer as to why that is as we go. And we're going to be a Diamond Horseshoe. So I'm going to go ahead and ask the folks that work there um, whether that is the reason why there's so much availability for Diamond Horseshoe right. with the same menu as opposed to Liberty Tree Tavern. Let's go ahead to Sunday, January 30th. Sound good, Zelina? Sure. All right. So that one, um, you know, worked with my sister Kelly on these reservations because we're traveling with our family, myself, Zolianne, our three kids, my sister Kelly, her husband Joe, and her two kids, and my mom and dad. And Kelly and her family are big breakfast fans. So we wanted to throw some breakfast in here for sure, And we just happened to be staying at a hotel that has a very well-regarded breakfast and well-regarded dining across the board, and it's Animal Kingdom Lodge. We're staying at Jombo House in a two-bedroom lock-off for my family, Zolian, myself, and my kids, and my mom and dad, and then Kelly and Joe and her kids have a studio. So we're all staying at Jombo House, and I'm going to talk in a little bit about how to make room requests when you do have a large party to make sure that you have the most enjoyable vacation. But um, we're going to be having breakfast at Boma. So this is a buffet. It's a very well-regarded buffet. Here's our, here's some of the things that you can get at Boma. Breakfast muffins, pancakes, waffles, and Kelly would want me to mention that those are Mickey waffles. <laughs> Breakfast potatoes, bacon and sausage, carved ham, omelets. My dad loves omelets, so hopefully he likes that. Um, cinnamon rolls, sticky buns. So lots of great things. Right. Pretty much a standard Disney World breakfast, but this is a great option if you're looking for somewhere to eat and you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Right. And if you're traveling with picky eaters like we are and I can include myself in that as well. Um, you know, this is not, you know, the kind of the ethnic type of food that you may you know, plan on seeing at like a lunch or a di- dinner reservation. So as we just heard, those are pretty standard pretty, pretty mainstream. So I think that, you know, everyone will, will enjoy it. And I do want to mention before we get too far into this, we're booking for 10 guests because our nephew Graham is under three. So he doesn't count. Mm -hmm. That's probably a really good tip when you're booking for a large party. If you're traveling with a family, a large family, you've got a couple kids under three, 
you don't have to count them in your reservation. So that is automatically going to make it a lot easier to book your table. Um, But I will say that BOMA popped up a lot, so they seem to have a lot of availability for large parties of guests. Mm -hmm. One that I was looking for that I haven't been able to get because we're going to Epcot on this day, on Sunday, January 30th, was Via Napoli, which is a pizza restaurant. They have excellent pizzas. Um, one of those ones that you take your family to Epcot and you have a list of three restaurants and it's on the list of three that you want to take them to. It's that good. But I have not seen any availability for that. I have seen online that in the pre-pandemic times, this was an easy one to get with a large party, but it doesn't seem to be the case now. Um, you can lower your party to get availability at more restaurants. And I have seen online that people are booking a group of five and a group of five. What I have seen, though, and I don't know whether it's because of availability due to the pandemic or what the reason is, it's hard to get those times to match up. So you may have one time at 530 and another time at six, but that's not going to work out for your party. So what I found in booking these ADRs is that it's best to just go in with a group of 10 and get what you can get. And as we go through the list here, I think folks will see that I'm pretty pleased with what we got. Um, So BOMA on the 30th on Sunday and no other reservations that day. And then uh, nothing on Monday because we're going to Animal Kingdom. And, Mm -hmm. you know, what I found with Animal Kingdom is not a lot to eat there. There's some great quick service. Um, Yak and Yeti is supposed to be really good. I have been trying to get it. I've heard that it's nearly impossible to get with a large party of people. Um, but outside of Yak and Yeti and Tusker House, yeah. which is another one of those standard breakfast or standard lunch buffets, very good, but also pretty much a character meal. Right. So the character yeah. meals are all pretty much the same. Um, but, uh, those are the two options that I would think of, and uh, I think we're just going to roll with uh, quick service on that day. Yeah, we usually, you know, our standard is either um, Flame Tree Barbecue, which is really great, or we, like Restaurantosaurus is really nice, especially if it's really warm out. It has a nice big area, an indoor air-conditioned area that you can eat in. So those tend to be our kind of standard. And, you know, keep that in mind as well. If, you know, you have a big party, like Nick said, you don't you know, maybe necessarily want to split up that party. Um, Just so keep in mind, you know, if your, your reservations, if you can't get what you want, there are great quick service options that can accommodate as many people as you have. So looking forward to Tuesday, February 1st, uh, we're going to Hollywood studios that day, at least starting out Mm -hmm. uh, at Hollywood studios that day. I have an 1120 reservation for mama Melrose's. This is an Italian restaurant that has basically your typical Italian food. Very good. Mm -hmm. We've eaten there. How many times? Like three times now. I I feel like we've gone there. Yeah. Like every time, you know, in the, the, kind of our recent trips and it, it is really good. It's, you know, anyone who likes Italian, it's kind of that classic type has that sort of classic type Italian restaurant feel. Um, I think we had calamari here. We did have try calamari. That? It was yeah, really Claire, good. Claire wanted to try uh, octopus or squid or yeah. whatever calamari is. I think it's octopus, but she wanted to try it and uh, she really liked it. But uh, yeah, they have a lot of great things on the menu there. Mm-hmm. The theming is kind of like a New York Italian right. restaurant. Um, pizza Rizzo is next door. If folks want to grab quick service pizza, which is it's okay. But um, there's some quick service in that area as right. well. So we have that one booked for 10 guests. And then, so this is a, this is a wild one because this is our son Carter's fourth birthday (laughs) and our 
niece Quinn really loves um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and actually Graham does too, yeah. the uh, the two year old. And so we saw that Artist Point Storybook Dining with Snow White was coming back mm-hmm. and would be back for our vacation. And I think that availability opened up in early December for was that. Was like December 16th? It was like December 16th. Yeah, it was 16th. like mid-December. So I got on on a whim to see if we could get a reservation for 10. And so this shows that I think there are some difficulties associated with, with reserving for a large group. There have to be, but it is doable because I was able to reserve a spot for 10 people with this very highly sought after reservation. Um, And this is a character meal that features Snow White, some of the dwarves and then the evil queen. So these are, these are characters that you don't see a lot in, in the parks or anywhere else. And, um, it's a little bit on the pricier side. Um, it's more like a be our guest type of experience mm-hmm. where you pick an appetizer, you pick an entree, and you pick a dessert that's mm-hmm. brought to your table. And it's the same way for the kids as well. But so that's overbooking because we have um, Mama Melrose in the early afternoon and this one, and we're going to cancel one of them. And my niece already has a Snow White dress, <laughs> so I don't think we're going to cancel the storybook dining. So Mama Melrose is probably going probably. to be canceled. But um, we're not doing that until right before our trip or maybe even the day before because you can do it up to 24 hours without penalty. So we're just going to take our time and talk it over as a group. We really haven't talked about any of these to my parents yet. Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of run these through right. through them. Um, but the goal on your th- 60 days is to get what you can get. Right. Worry about what are you actually going to do later. Right. And so that is that's probably the major number one rule. They're going to fill up quickly because you're reserving for such a large party. So just mm-hmm. get what you can get and then worry about the yeah, rest and then later. You can kind of whittle it down as you get closer. But don't forget, you know, that 24 hour mark. If you know you're canceling something, cancel it. Otherwise, you know, there are you know, charges associated with that if you if you don't. Right. And don't despair, because, I mean, as, as you can see, we got that character dining, uh, which is highly sought after. Um, the next day we're going to Magic Kingdom and that's Wednesday, February 2nd. Mm-hmm. We have an 1140 reservation for Be Our Guest. Now, this is what one we had originally before we were able right. to book the Snow White. That that one's probably getting canceled. So right. if you're looking for a reservation that day and you're going to be in the parks, we're going to be canceling that at some point. <laughs> keep an so eye out. <laughs> we'll let you know on the podcast when we plan to do that, kind of like inside stock trading a little bit. Uh, but that's at 1140. Again, it's probably going to be canceled. But again, one of those really hard to get dining reservations that I didn't have any trouble at all. And getting yeah. getting a, a reservation for 10 people for Be Our Guest. And Be Our Guest is one. We've done it before, one other time. No, well, we had the dinner one time. I think we had lunch there once. But, um, you know, it's one of those places that if you've never been there and if you have young children that are really into like the princesses or whatever, it is a really great experience. I know, you know, I don't necessarily have to go back. I don't think my kids necessarily have to. But it is very it's very cool, you know, to at least do do once. I agree with that. Uh, speaking of going back to the same place again, I have a reservation for Diamond Horseshoe at one ten. Um, I just kind of sprinkled these throughout the trips and in trip in case we want to keep. You know, mm-hmm. we have one that we want to keep. You can do that too. So you know, if you have a reservation that's a little bit easier to get in the moment, mm-hmm. sprinkle it throughout your trip. 
that gives you options as you're looking at your park days. Okay, well, we have a diamond horseshoe. That's going to work better for us than, say, a Be Our Guest right. in the early afternoon. Let's let's keep that one and cancel the Be Our Guest. Right. So I have that sprinkled in there. That's one that might get canceled because I'm really excited about the one at 320 that I had no aspirations at all of getting because this is a very small restaurant. We are going to go to the Plaza Mm -hmm. at 320. If you've been following the podcast, you know we love the Plaza. And uh, one of the reasons why we love the Plaza is because it's so affordable. You're looking at entrees here that are around $20 or less. Mm -hmm. That's unheard of. And it was really good, you know, and I feel like this is like that hidden gem. And I know that Nick and I, we always say this every time we go to Magic Kingdom, that I feel like I don't, and I know I said the same thing about Tomorrowland, <laughs> but I feel like I don't appreciate Main Street as much as what I should. Like, it's one of those places that you kind of just walk through to get to something else. Um, and so this was the first time, this was the first restaurant that we actually ate at on Main Street. It was really, really nice. Um, I know that we mentioned before that, you know, Carter was fussy that that evening. It was a later reservation that we had. And, you know, the the waitress was great. She brought him fruit and they were just super accommodating. So this is yeah, I feel like this, like I said, it's this kind of like a hidden gem that a lot of people, I think, forget about. So we have three reservations that day and we're probably canceling two of them. So, you know, that again, overbook. That is the name of the game. Overbook. Get what you can get on Thursday, February 3rd, we're going to be at Hollywood Studios, at least to start the day. And I booked Primetime Cafe at 11, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think, you know, folks that follow dining at Disney, they can see that we got a lot of the sought after reservations. Mm-hmm. There were some that were really hard to get. We couldn't get them. They never showed up on availability. But Primetime Cafe is a top three restaurant at Hollywood studios had no problem getting it at all. Mm -hmm. And this is home style food, meatloaf, fried chicken, pot roast, things like that. Um, Really good. We've eaten there before and, Mm -hmm. and like it a lot. And so I think that one is one that will probably stay and that we'll probably do as a family because I think it's really great. Friday, February 4th, our second to last day uh, of the trip. We're doing um, Skipper Canteen, Jungle Skipper Canteen mm-hmm. at Magic Kingdom at 11.50 a.m. Again, a- another really popular restaurant. We had no trouble booking it whatsoever. Uh, most of these uh, dining reservations, almost all of them, with a couple exceptions, I booked right at the 60-day. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I think you have to get on it right away, but you don't – I don't think that people should – have to worry about going to alternative means of getting the reservation, say, you know, reserving two groups or anything like that, right. unless you have a restaurant that you have your heart set on. Right. But we got all of the ones that we wanted. Skipper Canteen's another favorite of ours. Awesome. Um, they have a lot of great things <laughs> on the menu. Uh, a lot of the names on the menu are a little bit more exotic than what they actually are. Like, um, looks like fried chicken because it is tastes like fried chicken because it is. It's right. actually just fried chicken. Right. Um, there's a pork dish that uh, is, is really good. Grilled steak. So there's something on the menu for everybody. The names are a little bit funny, though. Um, but that's a really great restaurant. And what's really nice about Skipper Can- or yeah, Skipper Canteen, and we, we've been here several times, is that the kids, this is one of the places that the kids can get steak, which they're really excited about. You know, they can actually go and off the kids menu order steak, which you don't see that um, all the time. And I know Christian and Claire, they love steak. So they're always excited about that. And and I know I've said before um, that the chicken, the, I 
tastes like chicken because it is, is I think it's my favorite um, dish in the entire Magic Kingdom. It's it's excellent. So if you do happen to get a reservation for Skipper Canteen and you like chicken, check it out. It's really good. Yeah, great restaurant. I think we'll keep that one mm-hmm. as well. And then we're going to Disney Springs the day we leave because we're not flying out until the evening. And we have a 145 reservation for a place that I've never eaten at before, but I've heard nothing but good things about. Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, the, the the name really doesn't give a ton away, but it's uh, it's just great, um, you know, maybe, maybe gastropub or um, just home-style meals. So... Some of the things that you can get, fried chicken sandwich, a country club, uh, a burger, Cuban sandwich. Um, there you have a lot of salads here. Fried chicken's big here. Fried chicken and donuts. A chopped pork barbecue plate. Fried catfish. So it's mm-hmm. it's very varied. Very varied. Yeah. Um, but everybody has really great things to say about this. So I am looking forward to eating there as well. And this is the first, I mean, other than like Rainforest Cafe or T-Rex, this is the first like sit-down dinner that I, I think that we've done in Disney Springs. Normally we just go and grab something quick, but yeah, I'm excited about that one. I didn't even know that that one existed until you booked it. Yeah. I, I mean, if you've go to go to the Disney boards and, and things like that, the different forums across the internet, this is, this is one of the ones that people always talk about. So mm-hmm. we, um, when we go to Disney without family, we tend to go super hard with our kids and, and don't <laughs> spend a ton of time at Disney Springs, but right. um, we wanted to leave that last day open to go there. So I think that's a restaurant that we could uh, experience and then come on here and review uh, for the yeah, folks. So we'll, sure. we'll do that. I want to talk about one thing before we, we wrap it up for the year mm-hmm. here on Raised on the Diz. Um, room reservation requests. So these are available at 30 days. And I want to give uh, the folks a couple tips. One, you can go to touringplans.com, sign up for an account, and uh, actually fill out a request through them. They will handle the faxing and the calling on your behalf to your hotel. And you can actually pick a specific room, and they'll send that type of room request to your hotel. The second way you can do it is the way that I just did it this week was to call the specific resort and say, I'd like to make room requests for my trip coming up on January 20th. It has to be within 30 days and um, no problems at all. What I did was I knew we had two rooms. And so I requested rooms that were close together and had Savannah views, because if you're staying at Jumbo House at Animal Kingdom, if you're staying on the hotel side, a lot of the standard views have Savannah views because they've been reclassified over the years. The DVC rooms on the fifth floor either have pool views or Savannah Mm -hmm. views. There are no parking lot views Mm -hmm. on the DVC side as far as uh, view options. So uh, those were my requests. um, And and the the tips are simple. You just call the hotel or sign up for touring plans. But we are going to uh, see how that goes. You know, we'll see whether we're on different sides of the resort (laughs) <laughs> or we'll right down the hall the from hall. each other. And, you know, we'll see how how uh, how successful that is and pass it along to everybody. Yeah, that was the easiest thing in the world. You called yesterday, like on a whim, and it was like three rings. Boom, you got I mean, you weren't even put on hold. And, you know, you were, you know, immediately able to uh, to get those requests in. So it was pretty simple. Yeah. And one thing I figured out is Disney has unified guest services. So when you call the hotel directly, it's sending you to a guest services operator. Um, that may handle a bunch of different resorts, but you can give their room your room request to them. It's no problem at all. I did not wait. There was no hold time. I didn't mm-hmm. have to listen to any Disney music on hold. <laughs> so it was all good. 
But uh, that is going to do it for oh. this week's episode. Actually, you have some one more thing. I have one more thing. Yes. Um, the music at the beginning. We had Beatles music, which that's is right. a little bit different than what we normally well, have. Because we're getting back. Right. Well, yeah, that's yeah. We had our little like holiday hiatus. But yeah, so we're getting back. But during that time, we actually watched the the Beatles documentary Get Back on Disney Plus. And so if any of you are out there or Beatles fans, um, I highly recommend it. How many hours was it? Was it like a three eight hour hours? Thing? Oh, eight hours. Yeah. OK, so it was a lot longer than uh, than three. But it was it was really good. So check it out if you are a fan of the Beatles. Yeah, that was great, Zoli, and I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. We we uh, really enjoyed that over our little hiatus here. But that is going to do it for this week. We want to wish everybody, if you're listening to it before uh, the end of December 31st, hope you have a great new year. If you're listening to it in the new year, hope your 2022 is off to a good start. But we really appreciate all of our listeners, and that's going to do it for this time. Have a magical day. And have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh.